Catch Feels is a five-part podcast made by 1525 Collective from Nottingham Contemporary in collaboration with artists Mira Shakti Osborne and DJ producer AG. It sits alongside a wider project and touring exhibition entitled Making Histories, where different groups around the UK explore a single emotion in each session by sharing sounds, experimenting in textiles and simply talking about it together. This project is funded by Arts Council England and Garfield Western Foundation. Our opening introduction music is called Wholesome by Kevin McLeod. Episode 1, Grief. Content warning. Features discussion on death, grief, COVID-19, gender identity and mental health. If you are affected by any of the topics explored in this podcast, please see our linked website for resources. does um grief feel like in your body does it move around um and is there a rhythm to your grief um I feel like for me grief normally feels like a push and a pull kind of situation especially with um the things that I grieve I tend to grieve like myself in the past and obviously to do that you have to sort of go back into yourself push back out and then sort of see it through like my grown perspective go back it's kind of just like yeah it feels like scattered but also like it's it's a constant push and pull but it's very like erratic at the same time I think um for me it feels quite um quite heavy and kind of stuck in one place but at the same time it just makes my mind go a bit crazy like kind of everywhere so I guess it's it's a bit of both, like kind of two extremes, very like static and heavy and yeah, but also a bit crazy. I'd kind of compare it to like a heartbeat or something, like a pulsating thing. And I like find the idea of like grieving your past self the most interesting because like I have all of the videos of, of my childhood like on my computer um, and that's what I was looking at to find the sound that I didn't end up sending because it didn't work. But um, that's sort of the route that I would be interested in, like grieving your youth and things. This is how the long political process of Brexit came to an end. European politicians joining hands, singing, sometimes crying. Minutes after, they had reluctantly backed the withdrawal agreement, 
backing a Brexit that most of these MEPs didn't want. It's in fact sad to see a country leaving that twice liberated us. Um, I don't know what green means for like English speaking people because I, I speak Spanish so I translated it because I've heard of the word but I don't actually know the translation and there wasn't like a word that I mean we have a word for grieving but I don't know if it means the same so I don't know what <laughs> what should I like what is this about like I don't really understand what grieving is. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's my problem, I guess. It's interesting, I think, like how I feel like that, like because English isn't your first language, you like bring up this thing, which is actually like grief is so personal that I feel like each of us would define it a bit differently. And I guess that's kind of what this conversation is about, um, is a there isn't a one answer to that um yeah. yeah so it's yeah I think it's like a great question because I think like establishing what it means to you and then communicating it is like a whole journey mm, okay mm, okay <laughs> yeah I, I mean according to what I've read that is what it means um I think uh I haven't like experienced it um, a lot, and yeah, because I don't know what like when when you grieve. I don't know if it's because of you something happened to you, you feel sad, or if someone died. So I'm just like I'm realizing that I haven't had a lot of. I mean, I've had bad experiences in my life, but I haven't taken them to that level. So that made me question about how I don't like to feel sad and things like that. So I have a problem with that. And that's why I don't like, I don't feel like connected to the grieving, grieving topic, I guess. Because it's not a, a feeling that I enjoy. And I try to avoid like crying or feeling sad and all, all of those things. So yeah. <laughs> I feel that um, when you're talking about not wanting to feel sad, I definitely feel like that's like the most painful part of grieving is the fact that you have to like accept this thing happens to me. Let's move on from it. And that stops a lot of people from grieving. And I swear it's one of the five stages of grief, isn't it? And it comes quite, it's not like the immediate thing. It's always like, what is it? I don't know the five stages of grief, but I know grief, not grief. Denial comes like later and I, I feel that as well. Normally it goes, the, the things I'm grieving like as an adult happened like decades ago and it's now sort of coming up to, okay, let's, you're, you're going to have to be sad for this. And that's kind of like, no, I don't want to do it. But ultimately it, it, it helps, doesn't it? For me, there's definitely a slight, um, like a jittery feeling in my body with grief. Um, I think... I've, I've grieved people and I've grieved like part the past things that have happened or whatever. And I think both have a sim similar thing that it's almost like something slipped away and you can't do anything about it. It's, and there's, and you have, and then it's like, there's like a jittery feeling with, with that, 
but then there's also a feeling of acceptance that comes inevitable in acceptance I feel like it's frustrating because it's just like such an intense loss of power you know what I mean like there's nothing you can really do to like take that power back so like it's not something I've personally experienced but I know that like a lot of people kind of um combat that by like trying to regain power in other ways like with like I don't know things that you can control like eating and you know activity and, and things like that um so like I, I suppose that would be quite like frustrating to just suddenly have all that like that loss of power you know what I mean yeah it's just sometimes too overwhelming you just lose control all over it all you have to do is just wait for time to heal yourself and to just get on with it and um, it's just weird about grief how I feel sometimes it's just there's emptiness in me and I don't I feel like there's something's missing but I'm still functioning um, normally or sometimes depending on the situation I just feel there's a sense of uh, anger for no reason and also like surprised that the world like carries on you know what I mean like there's that song that's like a bit cheesy I can't remember what it's called but it's like the lyrics are something like why does the sun keep shining D don't they know it's the end of the world or something like that like where you feel like your world has just completely been like turned over but nobody else seems to like recognize it I think in that case, you kind of feel like like an air of like neglect, kind of. Obviously, you've gone through this situation and it's such a deep thing. You'd think like, oh, the world would stop for me. And then you realise it doesn't. And it's like, oh, it's really isolating. Like, oh, I'm alone in this situation, especially with like I'm grieving sort of like, not on my own, but it's sort of like no one else can really sort of help you. No one can help you grieve, basically. So it's like, no matter how much support you have, essentially you are alone. And that's kind of like a um, an isolating feeling, especially in this time as well, because I think we have time to like slow down and think about stuff. And it's like, dang, I can't even see my friends to distract me either. It's kind of like, yeah, let's address this in a way. <laughs> I think with um, everything that's going on with the pandemic, I feel like this has been the easiest time for me to process grief and for me to process like conflict and everything, because there's that sense of this is going on for so many people. So it kind of removes that like, that like personal, like, oh my gosh, this is just happening to me kind of thing. I feel you. That's, that's, that's been like weird that like ever since the pandemic started, I felt like people understood me a bit more, which is really sad to say, but <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's, because I guess at the moment we're like in the UK right now like there's like the obvious grief of just like the amount of people that are dying every day like I, to I, I totally hear you to care in like this this feeling of aloneness but I wonder also like is it possible like what does collective grief look like how like are we able to feel stuff together does it make it worse does it I feel like in other countries where there's more religion or more spirituality, it's easier to um, have a feeling of connectedness through grief because there's more traditions around it. And I feel like in the UK, it's quite, um, 
it's harder to connect in some ways. Yeah, and I feel like I'll, like I know that this is a thing typical to America mainly, like more than it is in England. But I feel like even here we've we've got quite like an individualistic culture, um, and like a society, I suppose. So I guess like the one thing that has sort of united us is like everyone being in lockdown, which is ironic because obviously we're all alone. But like, um, it's like you said, where like everyone's sort of going through the same experience, so you kind of feel that like other people do understand. Because, like, none of us know each other that well, but the fact that we can come on here and, like, talk about our experiences and, like, have a, a similar sense of, like, feeling alone and feeling, like, tired and stuff like that. Everyone's sort of having the same emotions and it just gives you this like, opportunity to, like, connect with people more, I guess. At the beginning of first lockdown, I was reading an article talking about what the weirdness that we were feeling at the very start of all of the, of the pandemic was um, a collective grief in the same in the same way that but a very confusing one in a way that we know we've lost something but we don't know what it is and that society will never quite go back to the same way and so that's something that we're grieving but be, it's difficult because we don't know what's next but I think that does feel similar to how grief is um it's and i think what's interesting they compared it to um 9 11 um so when 9 11 happened the airport and going abroad um going on a plane wasn't the same again i mean i, I don't know if many probably many of you weren't don't remember i mean i don't remember um ever going abroad or anything or going on a plane before 9 11 but for people who do that change that feeling of safety um as before you know you go to an airport it was super safe I mean have you seen Home Alone too like <laughs> he just walks onto a plane um and that 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 and that is something that you know you know something's going to change you know society's not going to be the same again but what's it going to be and what have we lost and that's really scary so yeah such an interesting point I think that there's like well like no I watched um because obviously 9-11 had like really like such huge impacts on everything and I, the other day I was watching um East is East um which is made before I don't know if do you guys know East is East um it's it was a show uh like a film for tv made i think in 1999 and it's set in the north of england um and it's about a like mixed asian muslim family and white with mixed parents um and that was made before 9-11 and it was just so different because of that like the way in which obviously there was racism but like the islamophobia just looked completely different um, and I wonder now, like, we'll have have that with pre-COVID and post-COVID things where we'll watch something and it will feel weird because it won't be of the world we now know. Yeah, I feel that. Even, like, looking on, like, Snapchat memories from a year ago, like, oh, seeing everyone, like, without masks, it gives you, like, that kind of... It gives you fear, even though, obviously, the memories pass and you're not in that space. You're like, I was there. Like, it's that kind of shock and just I'm not gonna have this again kind of situation it's like oh it sucks a little bit but also I think there's like an element of like lost identity over this time like I don't know if there's other people have had this experience but like I look up even just like pictures of myself or like 
I think about like my personality and stuff like pre-COVID and I just feel very different now and I think it kind of just like speed runs like I don't know if this is more the case for like me as a teenager more than it would be for like an adult but I feel like it kind of speed runs like a lot of your identity because you're not having to like perform anything for anyone else like especially when it comes like gender and stuff like that everything feels like you don't really have to fit into this role anymore um And like, I don't know, just from stuff I've seen on TikTok mainly, honestly, I've just, I have seen that that's been quite a collective experience of like moving away from past self. And then like, as much as you feel happy that you've like developed, there is a kind of grief for like who you used to be, I guess. I don't know if other people feel like that, but that's how I feel. I feel that I kind of like grieve for like my future self because I like came out on binary during the lockdown and obviously prior to that, I was a young cis teenager. And now obviously I know with like how I present and stuff, I'm not going to get the same treatment that I used to miss those old um, gender roles and the privilege. And I just know it's not going to be the same for me. Obviously I'm not feeling it now because I can wear crop tops and have beads in my hair now, but when life gets to kicking again, it's going to be interesting. I feel, I feel exactly the same thing. <laughs> I think anyone who's like, um, like now uses like they then pronouns like post lockdown that's basically what i was like, referring to like yeah. <laughs> just having a total like change in how you see yourself because like you haven't had to like perform these roles and like it makes so much sense now but it's just taken that like covid to understand that and i think a lot of people have had that experience which is like a really lovely thing but it's just like kind of scary i suppose i wanted to say that yeah but like i wanted to say that it is lovely but I, I'm trying to be like really careful with like talking about the joys of the pandemic because like so many people have like lost loved ones and stuff like that. But I just feel like for me personally, this is the longest I've ever had a chance to sit down since I was like 10. Like <laughs> this is the longest I've not like had like the pressures of like having to work, having to perform, having to like be outside, having to communicate with like, all of that stuff, yeah, this is, like, the longest I've ever had a break from it. And it's been, like, I, I couldn't, I don't know, it's been priceless. Like, the amount of, like, stuff that I've, like, got to process and, like, work through, I don't think I would have ever had this opportunity if, like, we wasn't forced to stay at home. There's also something so empowering, I think, about that, about saying goodbye to who you were and, you know, understanding that growth. I mean, the death card in tarot is, um, AG just put rebirth, the death card in tarot is um, actually one of the most positive cards you can get, some would say, because it means release, it means let go and, you know, rebirth and changing and, you know, becoming something new. So it's just good to keep that in mind. Well, talking more about grief, I'm trying to like relate it to my daily life and like myself and things like that. But I can't, I can't do it. I just think about, for example, grieving 
And well, my grandma died on December, like on Christmas. And I, yeah, I took care of her for like a year, two years, because she was ill. She had Alzheimer. Um, and I, I wasn't really sad when she died because it was like a relief because she was so ill. So it's just like um, sometimes grief, I think it can be like a relief for someone uh, if they are suffering or something. So I think and then um, it's sad that she's gone. But on the other hand, I, it just makes me think about how you have to like appreciate everyone you know and like getting to know them better so I, I think it's a because it's such a strong like feeling it just makes you think about um your life and like who you are and how you're acting with everyone else and it's it's sad and I I don't like to talk about like feelings and stuff because I like to avoid those things but it's good to like have that moment with yourself and like your feelings and then yeah just like auto analyze yourself yeah um so yeah I think it's a very good it's a very sad but good feeling at the same time because it makes you change for good um in my experience at least yeah I feel that I feel like grief sometimes feels really like divisive because obviously it's like oh it's such an internalized like localized pain but also, especially when you, you lose someone, like I lost my grandma in October of last year because of COVID. Um, and obviously you tend to focus on the loss of it, but also like you didn't, obviously, yes, you don't have your grandma there anymore, but the love that she had for you is still there. And it kind of, it it teaches you how to see that in other people and how to like reinterpret your own relationships and sort of embody those. Like, I feel like I'm definitely like my grandma in terms of like, I just feel more loving because of her. She she taught me to be nice and I always have her with me. Whereas before I sort of carried that, like I always had my grandma to do that for me. But obviously since I don't have her now, I have to embody that for myself. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I understood her more like now than I did, did, did um, in life, which is quite strange, but also comforting because I, I know I always have her with me. I think kind of similar to what um, we spoke about before with the collective idea of grief and healing. I think there's kind of comfort in that as well, because I know with, um, if like people have died in my family, that's brought people closer together as well. And they relate to, um, I guess, the feelings of grief with it. And although it's not like a nice time to see people or like, kind of connect with people in that situation but it still brings people closer together my mum's uncle died last week um and we had like a zoom um pratna session like everyone was singing together on zoom and there was like I've got a big family there's like 80 80 80 cameras um and it was the most to get like yeah the grief brought everyone together in a way that I don't think anything else would have yeah, that's almost the exact same with my family. So my family's massive as well. And literally they'll just put a Zoom link or something and everyone kind of sings the prayer songs. And it's actually quite, so my grandparents will like sing as well. And it's it's kind of like, it's very sad to watch as well. 
that's so nice to see everyone like come together and especially with um with zoom it's kind of easy for literally people around the world like anyone who wants to like listen and show their respects yeah in a way coronavirus I think has really helped with international funerals and grieving processes because before it didn't you just wouldn't go and now there's like all these different ways to attend things it's like the same as in like if it's in India or if it's in London (laughs) you attend it the same way I also remember the song because um, I'm actually doing like a sculpture on, on this song and I realized the name is, um, well, it's in Spanish, but it's like pains or griefs. <laughs> so I thought I could play like the intro for you on my phone. <laughs> but yeah, it's this one. I don't know if you can hear it. It's just the same, but he starts singing like two phrases that said, um, you should pain my pain because I've been born with pain and like understand me, something like that. (laughs) Uh, And it's very short, but it's very beautiful. And he's telling to this person that they should teach them to be happy because they don't know how to be happy because they've been born with pain. So yeah, it's 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 like happy song, but then the lyrics are very sad. So I think yeah, it sums up what grief is to me. 